0: Gotta wake you up. I was thinking sure the will. same thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. If it's Wednesday morning for you, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hope you turn this on as soon as you got in the car or as soon as you woke up. We are coming to you from the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. From the J.D. Bar and Grill Mobile Studios, it's the Smoking Guns Podcast. How's it going? Pretty good. My name is Philip Ingamotham. I'm here with R.C. Woods. Hola. And Leo Yamas. What's up, Gunslingers Posse? We're going to discuss football. We're going to discuss football in San Antonio. We're going to discuss football in San Antonio, specifically centered on the San Antonio Gunslingers of the American Arena League. The greatest thing to happen to football since, you know, ever. Uh, there are multiple ways you can get a hold of and communicate with this show. You can find us on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way to find us. I would it. say so. Smoking Guns Pod. We're also on Twitter. We don't use that as much. We need to use it more. We should. You can email the show if you use email. My daughter, who is uh, going to be a senior next year, uh-huh. has to text me anytime she's going to send out an email because she has to make sure she's using email correctly. Hmm. So apparently this is not a thing that the new generation coming in does. Really? They apparently That's do not email well because she has to like, screenshot the email for me and say, is this okay?
1: Wow. Interesting. Uh, but it's
0: too complicated. They if you're an email kind of person, you can email, email the show at smoking guns pod. That's smoking g guns with a Z pod at gmail.com. You can send us a voice message on I speak pipe. It. That's speak com slash smoking guns pod. Same way. Smoking G, guns with a Z pod. Speak to us. You can talk to us. It'll only give you 90 seconds. I guess you could like talk for 90 seconds and then, Call get by. out and then go back in and do another 90 seconds and we could edit it all together. If you had this really long, we could opinion. do that. I mean, we could do that. It's, it's best. If you keep it to 90 seconds, it better that way. I'm still
1: uh-huh. waiting for Monique and Iris. That's yeah. True. They on. got called
0: out by Herman. They sure yeah, did. And they they've not never, answered the call. they've never jumped on. Shame on you guys. Come on. We girls. love you though.
2: Come on ladies.
0: Well, in Gunslinger's world, there was kind of a big deal a week ago. We record on Mondays. That's no secret. Uh, and last Monday, there was a, a football game. And it sure was. I I used this terminology at the end of the game the other night, yeah. and it might have been hyperbolic simply because the game had just happened. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel any differently now. It was no. an instant classic. Yes. Like, oh, it, sure. it was... It was an amazing game, it was, mostly because of an amazing ending. It was epic. It was. Yes. Um, it, it was one of those things that I think as we move through the years as Gunslingers fans, mm-hmm. this will be the game that we remember from the first season. The highlight. In, in, oh, for sure. Theory.
1: I don't think that could be topped.
0: Uh, it reminded <laughs> me, the, the two-point conversion, and we're going to talk about that, and we may talk about that for a few weeks. Um reminds me in some way some con, there's some co- sort of connective tissue between the two-point conversion in last monday night's game and the sack washington sack for the commanders
1: yeah i could see that yeah it's i mean it like is the, just
0: kind of a benchmark sort of defining moment, moment. Yeah. yes um so if you don't know what we're talking about i, I don't know how you're listening to the show and don't know <laughs> that there was uh, a game that that was not even back and forth there there was no it was really just uh brutal Uh, defensively kind of on both sides of the ball both defenses really did not give either offense a whole lot of room to breathe past the first quarter in the first quarter it feels it feels like north texas kind of had something rolling, and then the the San Antonio Gunslingers defense said, "No, nah, we're we're not going to let you come into the Rose Palace and do that. Put up sixty points again. No. That, that's no. not they, going to
1: happen." They stopped them like a couple of inches short of scoring to end the half. Right. That was huge.
0: Yeah, uh, North Texas goes up fourteen nothing in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got to tell you, and I I don't know, I haven't. I've watched it, but I have not listened to it. I don't like listening to myself a whole bunch. Um, but I don't know if you can tell. I, I was nervous at that point that we were going to get run out of the building a little bit.
3: Like, were you? There was
0: a there was a little bit of fear of like this is not going well. Mm. Like we're down fourteen nothing. We're already down two two um, possessions, and we haven't yeah. done anything. Like we haven't. I was. I was concerned There was no juice on offense No It we was, yeah Definitely
2: it, needed like a kickstart
0: Then we got that with a touchdown The first touchdown was Anybody remember? The what? The first touchdown That was like a long time ago now Yeah, it was a long time ago <laughs> And there's so touchdown. much that happened in that one In that game After much. that that yeah. Like the first yeah. touchdown But I don't know
1: Was that the one to Joey Fisher?
0: No No
1: That was the second one
0: no the Joey Fisher touchdown was in the second half, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, I don't remember who. There was David underlua
0: mm-hmm and Joey Fisher Whatever that first touchdown was it 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 gave me it it allowed me to breathe the fan side of me to breathe a little uh-huh. bit. And I'm like 14 seven's not bad.
2: Yeah, no, no. it's doable.
0: We can come back from that, and then almost immediately uh 14 seven turns to 14
3: nine mm-hmm.
0: with so- the safety. Right, yeah. was cool.
1: there, there was only three scores. It was David Enzeldula, Joey Fisher, and um, um, Sean Mueller. And Sean so Mueller it had to right be one of the those end. three, and You're Mueller right. was at the yeah. end. So it was either Enzeldula. You know what? It was the Enzeldula one. That's what it was.
0: Well, that was a good one. Yes. I love seeing a big guy score a touchdown.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> second time they've used that play this season.
0: Yeah, it's- and it's, it, it it works, works. Yes. obviously. And I'm, I'm surprised we don't see it more in the indoor game because one of the Um, lineman has to report as a tight end is, is actually reporting as a receiver, right? That's every down, but you don't think about that defenses, defensive court. I I really don't feel like anybody thinks about that lineman moving out into a flat or moving out into a pattern because you've got to keep so many people back to try to protect and give your quarterback any amount of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't think that gets thought of a lot. I'm surprised we don't see those plays more often. Uh, But David has scored on that twice now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scored on it against the Raiders. Mississippi. In Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And then did it uh, the other night. So 14-9 was the halftime score. Mm -hmm. It felt a lot better than the 14-0. Oh, absolutely. Like, you felt like, okay, we've got an option here. We've got an opportunity here. And then the second half started. And I've gone back and watched it. The third quarter is really boring. I mean, not a lot <laughs> happens in the third quarter, um, except the stops. One of the stops happened in the third quarter, I believe, right at the end of the third quarter, right? Yes, I think you're right. Yep. Uh, well, you guys. One of the goal line have, stands. You might right? have
2: thought it was boring, but over in the fans, we were having some issues. So, um, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> uh oh. Fans are always having some issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we she's, are. She's about to give
1: us the cheese. Maker.
2: Okay, so this is the cheese may. Um, so. Um, you're hearing this on Cinco de Mayo, so I may throw in some Spanish words like today. I said, hola, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Um, so um, I was sitting right behind um, Roller's mom, mm-hmm. and she had gotten this really cool cowbells, right? Mm-hmm. And so we kind of felt like we got really excited with that, you know, because we were like together. Right. And, and so anytime Roller was out there, we were like banging, 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 right? So anyway, someone from the, uh, the Dashers came up to us and said, you're making too much noise, you know, our guys are going to lose. And then, of course, she, as a mom, said, that's my son out there. Don't tell me. Right. You know, Uh you you don't tell me I can't cheer for my son. For sure. And then he said, what, you want your son to lose? And there was, like, silence in the stands. Because, obviously, the mom does not want him to lose. Right, right. And so there was, like, a little bickering there. And Oh, oh, sorry about that. And um, I think it was one of the friends from the Nelsons, I can't remember who it was. But it wasn't the dad. It was the other guy who was hanging out with the Nelsons. Greg Uh, Nelson and Kim Nelson. mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, so there was a little back and forth, and then her husband had to defend her. You know what I mean? So then, like as he's talking, he's like ringing the cowbell. You know what I mean? As the guy's talking to his wife, so we're we
1: making are we making noise while the gunslingers are on offense. Is yes. that what he, the yes. fan took exception yes. to? Yeah, okay. he, he was upset. M- maybe yeah. maybe a little bit of holdover from the whole commanders thing. You yeah, I, I could see how some hardcore football fans can be a little frustrated they with do. how other fans don't quite get how as an audience you you can contribute to right. the game. So
2: So then after that was going on, then steve-o came to sit next to me. He's like, "Uh, I got to talk talk to you." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "Don't cheer." And I was like, "Okay." So now we got two people already telling us. So then it almost put like a pause. <laughs> and I think that's why it was boring because we we didn't know what to cheer what to cheer, you know what I mean? So I kind of felt that that in the fans was a turning point.
0: Hmm.
2: But back to the field.
0: I'm gonna be as nice as I can, but I've gotten more cantankerous over the last uh, over the season. Ooh. I feel like I used to be oh, wow. cantankerous. I like wow, that. Word. But I'm getting quiet. more and more cantankerous with people. I certainly went off the can last you get that time I recorded
2: Spanish. What does that mean? I have no <laughs> idea. You're talking to <laughs> the wrong person.
0: Um, I really went off on referees and we've got more information on that. Yeah, we do. Um, In the last episode we recorded. And so I'm going to try to be as nice as I possibly can. All right. Um, You people sometimes pick the weirdest things to fight over. (laughs) 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 And I'm not talking to you, RC. Right, right. I'm talking to people. Don't cheer too loud or our guys will lose. Look, they're professional football players. If you cheering so loud, causes them to lose that's not on the crowd at that point to me yeah um you people are picking some weird things to start fights between gunslingers fans and we're the over
2: fans. exactly
1: it's not like it's a stadium <laughs> with you know 50 60 000 people in there either you know it's uh but you're closer in there and it gets louder i i, I could understand the complaint but i guarantee I can also you
0: if it is causing a problem on the field, coaches will turn coaches around. or uh, Dave Olvera or David Enseldua or one of those receivers is going to let the crowd know that y'all need to quiet down because yeah, like they're right they're gonna there. let you know.
1: They're yeah. right there. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um let, let the players on the field decide what's gonna work and what's what's not. Uh yeah, I'm I'm, God, I'm trying to be nice. I mean, there was one point. Because part of me just wants to say, shut up. There was one. There there was one point. But I'm not going to do that. I would never say that to you guys as fans. But there's a part of me that I'm holding back that wants to say, shut up. What a whiny thing to gripe over. Gosh, shut up. I'm glad I don't say that because that would sound mean.
2: It would sound mean.
0: So I'm not going to say it that way. But there's a part of me that wants to say, good God, shut up. But you're not saying it. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to say that. It. No, don't say that. No, I refuse to say that.
1: There there was a point in the game that Coach Q, and I, don't, I wasn't sure why at that point. It was during the whole fiasco that I know we're going to talk about later. But Coach Q right. actually turned around. And told the crowd to be quiet at one point, but it wasn't because it wasn't during gameplay. Right. And I didn't understand that. I I mean, but we didn't know what was going on down on the field. We were trying to figure it out ourselves.
0: But yeah, that was in the two point confro- kerfuffle effort. Right, right. Yes. That was a.
1: Yes. So the point so being, like you're saying,
0: deal. that's
2: a whole different if, situation. If the coaches there. or
1: the players feel the need that it needs to be quieter from the stands, they will direct that to. And you. they're not shy.
0: They're no. going to tell you if oh, something yeah. is bothering them or they need your help on something. Yeah. They're going to let you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a, a meaner Phillip would have some, some words for you people. That seems ridiculous to well, me.
2: Well, let's back it up just a little bit more. Okay. okay, we're backing, okay. Up, backing up to tailgating. Remember I passed out all those yellow towels? How did that come <laughs> across? Because that was funny.
0: It was funny. So uh, here's the deal. Uh, we're standing up at the booth, getting everything set up, getting everything ready. And these two older guys, three, I guess, older guys are down underneath the balcony where we are. And if you've been out to the games, you know right what we're talking about. And they look up at me and they make eye contact with me and they go... Did you ever get your rule book? Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh. And I don't
0: know who these people are. Like yeah. they're not they're they're dressed in, you know, collared shirts, you know, like mm-hmm. business ish attire and no jeans. No zebra or whatever. suits, right? No zebra suits. No, nothing no zebra like that. Suits. So I have no idea who they are. And he and I said, No, but if you've got one.
2: Hey, I'll take it.
0: I'll take it. Yeah. And so he's like, All right, I'll be right up. And so he starts coming up and I'm like, I have no idea oh, who this sure. is. Well, I had talked to the guys from North Texas, they're they're media guys a little bit. And I'd found out that recently, uh, well, in fact, that weekend, the league president, owner, commissioner, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. I think his name is Tony, had been at one of the other games. And I was like, is this the, like, have I ticked off the commissioner? Like, well, oh, no. right. <laughs> <laughs> We're in trouble. And so now. I'm a little, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. where to go, uh, Philip? <laughs> and so these guys come up. Well, it turns out it was our officiating crew. Oh, okay. Yes uh terry terry oh terry. and gary gary oh and really that
2: sounds like a like a cartoon character oh, a
0: terry and gary and um gosh i can't remember the third one something starts with an l
2: larry no
0: no, <laughs> no but that would have been great that would have been really funny yeah I in forget. any case uh so it's them and they really did they were they were super nice guys yes uh they talked with us about some of the rules that we've had questions on in the midst of broadcast. And I believe they actually listened to the show, not just the broadcast, but the show. He
1: said that they did. Yeah. And so I told
0: him (laughs) before he left, like we had talked about all the rules and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, Oh, by the way, just so you know, Uh we kind of have this thing set up tonight. And he goes, Oh, I know. Oh, you do. Yeah. He was fully aware. They were fully aware of what to expect. And they had, they thought it was great. Oh, good. Like they were, they were, I don't want to say they were excited about it, but they were like, no problem. You know, it's yeah. all about fan engagement. That's great. Oh, good. we good. I, I
2: didn't piss anybody off. No, yeah.
0: I, I know there was somebody on the Facebook page that, that was worried that we were going to upset the referees and cause our boys a harder time because we were making fun of the referees. I can guarantee you. After talking with Terry and his crew, that's not how they yeah, took it at all. They had
1: no problem with uh, it. They thought good. it was
0: funny. Yeah. yeah, oh good. They even said something about, "Hey, if I can't find my flag, maybe I'll just grab one of the ones." That there the guys you go. Are, right, because <laughs> I, I kind of wanted
1: to, I, you know, I wanted to let them know. I was like, we did, you know, ask fans to not mm-hmm. throw them on the field or anything. Right. We could see how that could be a problem. And the ref was like, hey, if they throw one out there, I'll just pick it up. You know, no big deal.
2: Well, I specifically told them. I go look, when I was passing them out in the tailgating. I'm like, look, I'm the. They know that I'm the only person passing them out besides the Nelsons. Right. And I was like, Greg so, and Kim had some. Yes. You had some. So if you throw it on the field, they're gonna come after me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay, or see, we won't do it. We won't do it. You know. So really good. Even I gave some even to the um the other team some of the yeah. fans. And so it was all in fun. You know.
0: I'll tell you, it was actually very helpful from the booth because there are times when. Uh, you know, we don't have a great angle up there. It's right. the best angle you could come up with in the Rose Palace, so it, it is what it is. Um, but there are times that there was flags on the field that I didn't see. We couldn't mm-hmm. see them. But I would see people waving, <laughs> fans, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's got to be a flag on the field because I'm seeing an indication. that there's." So it was nice. Um, and it made for a lot of fun.
2: It did. So fans, please bring them back next game. Yeah. For sure.
0: Let's keep it up. I mean, hey, traditions are born somewhere, Right. Right. Uh maybe this is a tradition in uh san antonio hey you can't look we waved yellow flags we beat the toughest team in our division true why do you want to stop doing that right you know i don't i would tell people (laughs) to wear whatever they were wearing to that game to this game wear
2: the same socks yeah
0: (laughs) and don't wash them
2: don't wash them in a month
0: we don't we don't want to change things too much uh the two defensive stops were really impressive. Uh, oh, yeah. The, really, the three, because you have the stop right there at the beginning of the half, end of the half, uh, beginning of halftime. And then the two uh, goal to go situations right. that the gunslingers put themselves in and were able to stop uh, North Texas. And the safety? I mm-hmm. said this during the broadcast. Uh getting one yard, getting a, a touchdown from the one yard line for that team should really be uh simple. With that Easy. enormous
1: mm-hmm. offensive line have that an they enormous have.
0: enormous yeah. offensive line and a big strong quarterback that can just get in behind those guys and push. So mm-hmm. the fact that they weren't able to do and look, they tried. Like that was they the did. that was the intent. Right. Um, and our defense just was not willing to give that up. Um it was really impressive really impressive i
2: was cheering pushing back pushing back way back so and, i and, think they heard me
0: and now that we know
1: the outcome of all of that like literally every single play was huge the safety was huge you get two points on a safety right mm-hmm. and you end up winning a game by one point so that's a right. pretty huge, huge play right. yeah. the fact that uh the bulls were playing to try and score at the end of the half, knowing that they'd get the ball the second half and stopping them literally inches from the goal line to end the half becomes a huge play. Then getting the turnover on the initial possession on the second half. That is a huge, every play ended up really counting as something to the outcome of this game when it's so close. Right.
0: And we're going to talk about this and, and I was going to wait until we talk about the two point conversion I know, because I've had some conversations with Grayson uh, Noletta, who is the play-by-play guy for North Texas. He's a really nice guy, actually. Um, I had a conversation with him after the game the other day, the the day after the game. And um, they were frustrated. Were they? With the way the game came out. And I get that. I understand that you lose a close game and you don't like it. that. But they were tending to feel like they were cheated. Mm. Is actually the word he used.
1: Yeah, I saw some complaints that they were cheated. I saw it from fans too, like, "Oh, they were cheated." Come on. Here's I mean, the thing.
0: I, I know you, where you're going with you this. You give yes. up a safety. You fumble a kickoff return. Yep. And give up that possession. You get stopped three times on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Four times. Uh, well, one there well, at the though, end three, of the On half. three
1: possessions, but I'm saying four consecutive
0: downs right. on goal yeah. to go, and they get stopped. Um, and that happens twice. Yes. They
2: had their chances.
0: Uh, you know, I realize that you can point to this one play right at the end of the game and go, gee, if they had called that differently, we would have won instead of lost. And you're right. But you had so many other opportunities exactly. to affect the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't get it done. That yeah. you didn't get it done. Uh, it reminds me, and I, I realize that you're not here for, for hockey talk at all, but in 1999 when the Dallas Stars won the Stanley Cup, they won in game six against Buffalo, and that's always been a really controversial call uh-huh. because the final goal was scored in the third overtime of game wow. six by Brett Hull. And he was in the crease. And I'm a Dallas Stars fan, but I'll tell you, he was in the crease, which means there should have been no goal. Mm-hmm. They called it a goal anyway. Okay. And the Dallas Stars hoist the cup. And so forever, like you talk to Buffalo Sabres fans to this day, and they'll say no goal. Yeah. And and so, but my thing is, it's the third overtime right. of game six.
2: They definitely had opportunities. You had
0: your opportunities exactly. to, to not leave it in the hands of the referees right. at this point. Um, and you didn't do it, you can't really get upset. Um, In the same way, the Mavericks lost a finals victory to the, uh, or lost a final series to the Heat. Mm -hmm. And in the final game, the final seconds of the final game, Jason Terry threw up a three-point shot that would have extended the series. His jersey was being ripped off him at the waist, Mm -hmm. um, and there was no call. I can't get upset about that. They had plenty of other opportunities to win that series or extend that series. So Mm -hmm. I can't get mad about that missed call at the end. Right, you can't. Because, so, I get the Bulls fans, and I know we have some Bulls players and ownership and maybe even some of the coaches that listen to our show. Um, I understand being upset.
2: Right, I get it. It
0: was a tight game. It It was was a good game, though. a good game. Um, And I understand you feeling like you got hosed there at the end. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit in the next segment. Like, I want to spend the whole next segment talking about that play. Okay. Um, if we can. But uh, if if that's the only thing you're pointing to, and, like, if this one thing had been different, we would have won, well, no. There's other things that right. could have been different, and you also could have won. Um, things that you were actually in control of. You're not in control of the referees. Right. Any good coach, any coach worth their salt will tell you, right. we can't control what the refs do. We have to play our game independent of those guys.
1: True. Yeah. Control what you can control and not don't worry about the rest.
0: Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it didn't work out that way for the Bulls. It did work out that way for the gunslingers. Uh, you know, it it was a call. It was about as close of a call. And like I say, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it because I want to spend the whole next segment talking about this play um, or the play that leads up to it in the play. the the Well, really, the whole fourth quarter, I guess. Um, yeah. But... The, uh, if you, it's about as close a play as you can imagine. Like it is right on the line. It could have been called either way.
1: That's true. Right. And whatever the call was like going back and looking at it, it'd be hard to reverse it one way or the other. And it wouldn't matter if you had
0: full NFL coverage, multiple angles. Like I've watched fan footage. (laughs) I've watched our footage. I've watched, unfortunately I haven't watched the North Texas footage because they were having internet trouble. Mm, uh, I've already there. I've already told Grayson We've <laughs> been there and that stinks I'm sorry you had to go through that um, We've been uh, I've watched it from several different angles And I can tell you that Whatever well, way it got called Even if you'd have had full coverage on it Is the way it would have stayed
1: I, I will say, I wasn't going to say anything till the next segment But since you've already went there What I'll say is I've looked at several different angles too From f- what fans recorded, what we got on tape And everything When looking at it I see angles that look like he definitely broke the plane. Like I would think he definitely broke the plane. And I've seen angles where I wasn't sure if he did or not. I did not find an angle where I looked at it and said, Oh, he definitely did not break the plane. Gotcha. Right. Yeah.
2: Plus even the pictures that Ray took, you know what I mean? That was like, yeah, it was really hard, you know? So yeah, it was hard.
0: uh, we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the fourth quarter because the fourth quarter was really amazing. On several different levels, but okay. I think we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that one play because that one play, yeah. um, and, and the kerfuffle after, which is, just, oh, what a kerfuffle, uh, the, <laughs> the best word I could come up <laughs> yes. with for whatever that was, uh, I want to talk some about that and maybe send a little message to the AAL. Hey, they've messed up because I complained about refereeing. And so the referees came up and talked to me and I feel better now. You know what I figured out? What? If I complain about stuff, people will tell me what the deal is. So, um, I'm going to send another message to the AAL. Okay. um, And see if we can get more things done. Hey. Make things happen. Uh, So, we'll talk more about the fourth quarter when we come back. This is the Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back with you after this. We are excited. We are always excited to talk about JD's Bar and Grill. JD's Bar and Grill is the... Studio sponsor for the Smoking Guns podcast, no matter where we are. Uh, we're on the wild, wild western side of San Antonio today. They're here with us. Uh, they're here. We are often in the Rose Palace, and they're there. Yep. And we've even been out to JD's Bar and Grill, and, and surprisingly enough, they, they were there too. Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> JD's Bar and Grill is over on 410 at the Rigsby, Rigsby. Exit just yep. across from the security, security services Service. union yep. federal credit union yep. and they are um they're a great place to go enjoy whatever you're watching lots Ma- of TVs yep. major league baseball is in full swing right now yep. get it swing get it swing get it <sighs> full swing and miss. Uh, <laughs> not only that you've got uh the push to the playoffs right now for all of the NBA teams yep um, our spurs trying to get in that last spot yeah We'll see. <laughs> uh, and uh, NHL playoffs is, is coming up very soon, too, for those of you that watch hockey. Lots of sports to watch right now. Lots of things to pay attention to. Uh, you can go out to JD's Bar and Grill and enjoy uh, a cold drink, some hot food, watch your favorite game, play some pool. It's a great place to just gather with some friends. Yeah, it really um, is. It's, uh, it's not obtrusive. It's not... It's, it's the it's exactly the kind of bar that you want to go to to just hang out. Yeah, it, there's there's nothing crazy going on. Um, there's not weird people there. <laughs> no. um, it's just very, it, it's Friend, an, it's friendly a,
1: service, friendly people, good good drinks. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah plenty of prices. TVs
0: for you to watch your favorite uh, sports stuff on, or just hang out and talk with your friends. It's a hangout kind of it is place. very yeah. much so. Uh, so go check them out, JD's Bar and Grill over on Four Ten. At the Rigsby exit, just across from Security Services, uh, Security security Services, Service, Federal Credit Federal Union. Credit Union. Uh, go give them a try. Um, make sure you mention that you're a Gunslingers fan and that you heard about it on the Smoking Guns podcast. They do great things for us. We want to make sure that they know that you heard about them here. Speaking of sponsors that we love, let's talk about Hot Sauce. Teardrop Pepper Company. Oh, yeah. We've been talking about him for a while, and I think we're going to be talking about him forever because Chris does a great job with that hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Good he's stuff. He's got his golden habanero, just spectacular. Goes uh,
1: on everything.
0: The Supreme Serrano is good. Yeah. I have. Oh, tried yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to try. I hope he comes out to the game on the 24th so that I can sample it because I haven't sampled it you yet. You haven't sampled it yet. I haven't oh, even sampled it yet. It's good stuff, yeah.
1: And then he's working on a third one. That's the one I can't wait
0: to try. He's working his way through the third one. He says it's going to be uh, a little warm. Pretty spicy. A little warm. Uh, so you need to uh, place your order now because uh, you ran out already. I, I don't know if you noticed or not, but, you, but you're out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody is. You need to order more because even if you're on, you know, even if you've only got, I, I'm not out. I have four bottles left. That's not enough. It's going to run out quick. You need more. <laughs> uh, so go to teardroppeppergo.com, use the off code arena, a r e n a, save 10% on your order and uh and help Chris out, Chris and Sarah. And uh put it on everything, like seriously, put it on everything. Pizza, burgers, God, it's great on pizza. Eggs, I mean, I need to put it on a burger. Peanut butter apparently. I yeah, still haven't tried that sandwich. yet. Clark, our buddy Jonas Clark, that puts it on peanut butter sandwiches. Good on him. I haven't tried that yet. I'm going to try it. So put it on everything. Follow them on uh, social media Teardrop Pepper Co. on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And then just uh, order their product, put it on everything. They're going to make some more. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philippine and R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, talking with you about Gunslingers football, and specifically the Gunslingers versus North Texas, the game Mm -hmm. we witnessed just a week ago on Monday night. And we're into the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, And we score a touchdown. We do. I believe that was the Joey Fisher touchdown. Yes. That takes a one-point lead. One point. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 15-14. Okay. Yeah, because it was 14-9. Yep. We mm-hmm. score the touchdown. Don't convert on any kind of extra point. Uh, and so we have a one-point lead, and I don't feel comfortable with that at all. No one does. No. Like <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. I'm not comfortable with this one-point lead business. And there's a reason for that, uh, because near with a minute and some change to go, uh, North Texas is able to find the end zone. And let me point out, I'm not sure their receiver caught that ball in bounds. Have you watched that? I I
1: did. I, I remember you talking about that and I went back and looked at it and it's hard to tell, but he sure does look like he's sure. past the end zone. Like yeah. yeah. He
0: looks like he comes down in dirt to me. Yes. Now, there's yeah. no definitive view of it. Mm-hmm. I right. thought it when it happened and I've watched a couple of different angles of it. Um, mm-hmm. you can't really tell. I only point that out to say who yeah, knows we, on this stuff? Right. Yes. <laughs> like we have to go with what the officials are telling us exactly. on some of this kind of stuff. I have, to, I have to take them at their word that there's no reason they would give North Texas a touchdown mm-hmm. with a minute and change left in the fourth quarter of a game unless they thought he had scored a touchdown. Um, and that's going to come back in a minute.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the time, I thought, I don't know, that he came down in the end zone. I, I think it was out mm-hmm. of the back of the end zone. And I may be wrong. I'm not saying that. That's just just what I saw. Uh, San Antonio gets the ball with almost no time to work with, and the hero of the game. I think you and I both talked about this in, in post game, although I don't remember very clearly. Um, yeah, Sean, Sean Mueller. Mueller. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. he makes a catch over the wall, which was just incredible. It
1: was. Yeah, upended over the wall, but makes the catch, comes up with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's one of those plays where, and I haven't any, heard anybody argue, but like if you're up over the wall and your feet are never on the turf, did you catch it in bounds? But at some point, you got to give somebody credit for just an Making amazingly athletic play. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to give them that catch. And they did. They gave him the catch. Then I believe it was two, day, two plays later, uh, Sean Mueller. Catches the ball right in the middle, about three yards from the end zone. Nobody on him. He spins around and just kind of walks into the end zone. Yeah, because there was
1: a defender towards the sideline. So he spun back towards the, the middle the, the of the middle field, of the yeah. field and, and towards the end zone and just walked in. And he reached over with his hand to make sure he broke the plane yep. in case there was a defender coming at him mm-hmm. uh, to keep him from from getting there. But there wasn't anybody close enough. Uh, but yeah, heck of a of a, a play by Sean. Heck of a drive by Sean, where he kind of put the team on his shoulders. I mean, uh, Olvera got him the ball, you know. It, right. Uh, so it, it was sure. Olvera right. and Mueller both, but team Mueller effort. has to complete that those plays,
0: and he completed them. Right. Yeah. And then,
2: uh, and then next to me was uh, Sean Mueller's mom, so oh they yeah? were going crazy. Oh let yeah. Let me tell you. Oh my god.
0: Just an incredibly athletic play over the wall. Um, And then just a heads-up play there in the middle of the field um, to, like you say, turn away from the defense, Mm -hmm. extend the ball over, guarantee that you've got that touchdown. And then. And then. And then. Here we go. So there was a lot of confusion on the San Antonio gunslinger sidelines about what they wanted to do next. Did they want to kick the field goal Mm -hmm. and tie the game because they're down by one at that point? Or do they want to go for two and win or lose? And I will tell you that you kick the field goal every time.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. You
0: kick the field goal. Um, all things even. Right. Uh, you trust your kicking game. You you know, all of those things. You've, you've uh, in traditional football, in traditional football situation, you... Kick the field goal. You take the tie. We find out what overtime looks like in the American Arena
2: League. And Manny's a great kicker.
1: So, I mean, yeah.
0: And eventually, the coaches decided that's what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. After some discussion. After some discussion. (laughs) Uh, As you know, if you're listening, if you're not, stop this right now. Go go to YouTube and watch 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 (laughs) this point on before you listen to any of this. Because I don't want to spoil it. The snap on the extra point was good.
1: It was a good snap, yes.
0: The hold, um, look, the ball is slicker than you think it is. Um, I I realize that anybody that's watching that hasn't done this job, that hasn't put this ball down for a kick, doesn't realize the split-second amount of time there is in a hold. And so lots of people love to make fun of Tony Romo. And anytime a holder has the ball slip through his hands, they love to make fun of that. It's a tough job. It's it tough. Is, yes. it, it, it's one of the tougher jobs that nobody really gives any credit to in football. The ball flies through or, or squirts through the holder's hands. And Kali, the holder is Khalil Rashad. Khalil Rashad. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's broken. Like the whole play is broken. We're not going to have a a field goal here.
1: Right. Yeah. He tried to recover it, but not in time. And and then even uh um um, who Manny? Manny. Thank you. Manny just stops and moved his... When he saw that, Manny started running a route. Like because he right. knew he was going <laughs> to have to. Yeah. Uh,
0: Kali Rashad takes the ball away from the defenders who are already coming in on him. Right. Mm-hmm. Looks across the field and toward the end zone, and just kind of throws up a prayer, prayer, Hail Mary of a ball. <laughs> yes, it ricochets off of a Bulls player. Yeah, right. Yes. So
2: it's bobbling up and down. Go and ahead. Over. So he
0: th- he
1: throws up a, pl- a prayer, but he throws up a prayer. I think saying this is my best shot. If I have a prayer that's going to be right. answered. This is where it's going to be answered right. because he's he had going, two or three guys over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the area. So that's why he's going that direction, which was all the way across the field. Right. And so continue. It bounces off a of defender. Bounces
0: off a defender who is in the end zone. Yes. The ball bounces, it's still in the air. Uh, it ricochets off a defender who is in the end zone, out of the end zone, and then at that point. Uh, even in the pictures of the video, you kind of lose what happens to it. True. Joey Fisher is laying on the ground, mm-hmm. and over the top of him, diving to uh, grab this ball that's still in the air is remind me because now my memory's not there. Uh,
1: oh, uh, the running back. Um, oh, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah. Isaiah White. White. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Isaiah White is coming over the top. Joey Fisher is below. One of those guys mm-hmm. gets the ball. Mm-hmm. I think it was Joey Fisher. I think it was Joey. Yes. And that's what I saw from the booth. Now, remember, our booth is actually right over this play. Like, we were, we, for all the times we complain about we weren't in a good spot, this good time spot. we were in a good spot. Yes. Because we were looking directly down on this play. And Joey Fisher gets that ball. That ball falls into his hands, who's laying on the turf. He is not contacted, and he rolls toward the end zone. Exactly. And breaks the plane. Yes. Touch no, it, it, uh, two point conversion and the gunslingers have a one point lead with something like 11 seconds left in the game.
1: Right. Yeah. So the confusion there between who caught it was because I believe what happens is, as you said, the ball falls into Joey Fisher's hands as he's either falling to the turf or on the turf. And he rolls into the end zone as he's rolling. Isaiah white is above him And reaches down instinctively because you don't want this ball to hit the turf at all. You want to make sure it's secured. And so he reaches down and gets his hands on the ball. I don't think it was simultaneously. I think just after Joey Fisher does, as he's rolling into the end zone and kind of takes it, strips it. Fisher lets him go because he's standing in the end zone, you know, further into the end zone. And then the celebration just, you know, ensues. So some people say it was Isaiah White who caught it. Some people say it was Joey Fisher. As I saw it, I think it was Fisher. Um, three quarters of the catch, and then the last quarter of the catch goes to Isaiah White, if you want to call it that way. Right.
0: Uh, which, yeah, I don't know how you yeah. put that on a stat sheet. Or yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, North Texas unable to do anything with the final 11 seconds. They had two or three plays. They did. Um, but between that score that two-point conversion and their ability to use that final 11 seconds and make something happen um kerfuffle something happened crappy right. kerfuffle uh there was a stop down in play at least five and a half or so minutes long it seemed, seemed like, like an forever eternity. yes it doesn't play as long. If you watch the video and watch it in real time, it does not seem as long as it felt like at the time.
3: Oh my gosh! Because, because like we were forever. wondering.
1: What
0: because the heck you know is what the outcome on. will be now, yeah. but you didn't at the time. Uh, look, head coach Victor Mann wanted a a wanted to understand what had happened, mm-hmm. and so he needed to talk to. He knew it was the ball game. I mean, the referee that was it, yeah. And so he wanted to have that conversation. I do not in any way fault him for that. I need, I need to have a conversation with the person that's calling this play good because it was such a close play. It was really on the line.
1: Yeah, but not a conversation with every single official on
0: the field, which it seems like what happened, right? Right. He has a conversation with uh, the head referee, mm-hmm. with, with uh, the head official. He has conversations with two of the other officials in the head official. He walks across the field and has a conversation with the fourth official who he has not talked to up to this point. He walks back across and talks to the head official. A... Somebody comes on the field with a cell phone. Right. (laughs) With video of the play. Uh, That was pointless.
2: Yeah, I didn't get that.
0: And they... Well... (laughs) So here's the thing. I know who it was, and I think they were actually trying to help the gunslingers. I I get that. That wasn't the
1: pointless part. The pointless part was why the referees even wanted to look at it. Right. Because at that point, it's not official.
0: It it, it, it can't be anything that you base any kind of decision on. Um, But they do. They they stop down and they watch um, some video. Uh, At the end of it all, it's called... uh, Good, as it should have been. It, it, whatever it was called on the field. and I would say this if it had been called no good too. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever it was called as on the field is what it has to be, because right. there's no
3: right. there's no minds. recourse at right. that point.
0: Um, and you can't and I think you made the point on the broadcast, Leo, you cannot I, I don't know what head coach Victor Mann for the North Texas Bulls was hoping, because at that point, if you argue long enough and they change the call that sets a terrible precedent for Horrible. the second yes. half of the Horrible. season. Yes. Like if I argue long enough, they'll change a call. Right. I would. T- I would. That's not how things work. Mm-mm. You but, know, at that point, the ownership of the Gunslingers is going to take Coach Q and they're going to teach him how to never let go of an argument with a referee because right. you can change everything that way. Um, I understand why he was frustrated. I still understand why he was frustrated. It was. On the line, and it was the play that was going to make the difference in the game, and everybody knew that's what it was.
1: True. Right.
0: Um, So I understand why he was upset, but there has to be a point that— Enough is enough. Yeah. We we move on, and we play some football. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And you had an opportunity— And the refs— To to do something.
1: The refs let that carry on way longer way than they long. should have.
0: And I mentioned that I was going to be the squeaky wheel and and say something to the American Arena League in hopes that they're listening. Um, let your officials know. Like, take this video. You can take... I, I'm giving you permission to take our video, show it to officials from this point forward and say, never let this happen again. Right. You make yeah. a call, <laughs> you stand by your call. And that's it. You move... You move Coaches off the field, if they have, if they want to file a grievance, they can file a grievance with the league yeah. office at another time, this is not going to ever happen again because the, it really was a bad look. The league has permission to use our video.
2: It came across like, like, like a – Yes, the league. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It came across like he was whining like a crying baby, like he just, you know, was pouting. The fans were going hysterical. Look, you he's know, going, going to talk – way too long.
0: Here's what I want to say because I, I don't know if – the uh, if Coach Man listens, I hope he does. Um, Tyrone I, does. I like the yeah. Um, I like the team they've put together. I think that this is a this is going to be really interesting coming to when we come to June, which is oh yeah more okay. conversational. Right, yeah. Um. I don't blame that conversation. Oh, I don't blame most of that going on way too long on Coach Mann. In it's that officials. moment, he is. Passionate. Of course. He wants to do right by his team. He is going to argue the point as long as he feels like he can argue the point and make some sort of headway. As long as the officials allowed him right. to, yes. Right. Like the th- officials have the job in that point to say the call is made. Right. It's not getting reversed. You need to go to your sideline now. Right. right. That's on them. That's not on him. Right. He's not in an emotional state. I, right. I'm not calling him an emotional guy, but. At that point, his passion is out overriding this idea of, you're right, we need to get on with a football game because he feels like he's been wronged at that point. I don't yeah. blame that on the coach right. near as much as I blame it on officials who are not willing to take control and say, coach, call's been made. You need to go back to your sidelines so we can move on.
2: Right. I kind of yeah, feel like he <laughs> was allowed to take advantage of that situation. You know what I mean? And the only reason he was allowed was because the officials weren't saying, Hey, we're done. We made the decision. Let's be, let's continue with the game. Yeah. That never happened or it did happen, but it took too long.
0: So the, uh, the, the call goes our way. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Well, I don't well to begin with, and don't know. You went from then, the start yeah, stayed that and, way. and then it stayed there are, that way. Uh I will tell you that when I watched it happen live with my eyeballs, Uh Mm -hmm. I thought the call was the wrong call. You told me. Yeah. I thought. I'll be be really honest with you. I thought Joey Fisher controlled the ball on the turf Uh and had to have been, and this was my thought process, had to have been contacted while he was on the wrong side of the line, which would mean he did not break the plane uh, while the play was uh,
1: active. And just to show you how close that was, I was sitting a foot and a half to your left. Right. And looked down and said, I saw him come down with the ball right over the goal line where it looked like he was breaking the plane as he came down untouched and rolled into the end zone. Right. And I'm standing literally right next to you. so seeing it two different ways, standing right next to each other from almost the same angle, right. this is how close it was.
0: Right. Now, I've watched, like I say, I've watched video. I've looked at uh, the pictures the from, pictures from, from Ray. All, yeah, from Ray. Um, I, I now don't see any contact that was ever made with Joey Fisher. Yeah. So he
1: reached over the guy's head.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, my supposition in the moment was he had to have been contacted while he was on the ground before he rolled mm-hmm. to the end zone. Um, and that's why I felt like it was the wrong call. And I told Leo that, uh, not on the air, but I told Leo, I don't think it's good. Um, I don't think it was a good call, the right call. I've gone back and watched it now. And I, I do think that it was probably the correct call, but that's how close it was. Yes. Um, I talked to other people who also it's split on people who are right there in the vicinity who are willing to be bi- unbiased enough to say, what they actually thought when the play happened. Uh-huh. Um, now, most people you talk to were in gunslingers uniforms because yeah. it was right there in the gunslinger's right, bench side. And they all saw that it was good. Yeah, like course. good by goodbye.
2: From where I was, it was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. was way on the other end. Uh, but, it was good in my mind, but Ooh. I've
0: talked to some people and I'm not going to mention their name because I don't want anybody to be upset with them, but I've talked to some people that have said, I didn't think it was good. I, I, I thought they made the wrong call. Um, they didn't, or it doesn't appear they didn't. That's not the call they made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the real pro- the the only problem I have with all of this is just the officials allowing the discussion. The discussion and the conversation to go on too long.
2: Yes, too long.
0: Way too long.
2: It was just ridiculous. I mean...
1: I, Refs, some of, the ref, some of the officiating crew was standing on the other side of the field waiting for the next kickoff, as well as some of the Bulls players so the were Bulls, given. The Bulls True.
0: kickoff coverage team, or yeah, they, their kick cover team, not kick cover team, their kick receiving team, made their way onto the field and set up, and were standing there yes. for four or five minutes. Yes, like lollygagging. They know that there's no point in arguing this anymore, that it can't be overturned. The players understand that it's time to move on with it. Right. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, I, I don't blame that so much on Victor Mann. I, I blame that more on referees not taking control and right. saying the control. decision's been made. Uh, you want to file a grievance later with the league, that's fine. Uh, move on.
2: Had it gone one minute longer, I think Cheeto's dad would have had a heart attack. He was <laughs> yelling his butt <laughs> off. Oh, my God.
0: There was, so. there was certainly a moment in the midst of that where – you know, there's there's a few minutes as a fan, that, and I'm able to do this. I'm able to say, you know, this is what I was feeling as a fan. This is what I'm feeling as an impartial person just kind of watching this game. As a fan, there was a moment where it's like, get off the field. Oh, this is ridiculous. Yes. Come on, we need to play. And then there's this moment where it goes on just long enough that you're like, are they actually going to?
2: Change it? I think it actually changed this. Yeah, gonna be (laughs) incredulous.
0: Like, really? Is this what's happening? Uh, Are we actually gonna see something really crazy happen here?
2: I think everybody would have thrown the yellow flags inside the room. Oh man, then
1: yeah, (laughs) I think it would have been justified throwing all those flags on the field. So
0: there was a game way back in the late nineties between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Cleveland Browns where the referees made a wrong call and I don't remember what the call was. But whatever the call was, it incensed the fans so badly. I want to say it was in Cleveland. You might correct me if I'm wrong. That fans began throwing their beers on the field. Cups of beer, bottles of beer, oh everything gosh. they could on the field. And the referees called the game with time left on the clock because it really? was not a safe area. If, that had, if they had overturned that call.
2: It would have been like that.
0: Been I, chaos. I fear there would have been something similar. Yes. Yeah, There would have been some really unruly fans. Uh, it it made for a classic ending to a game, for sure. Yeah. Uh, no matter who had won or what way the call had gone, it was really uh, just kind of a heart stopping moment it, we, for all the marbles. Um, it was the emphatic,
1: like the the emphatic ending or resulting moment. Of a, the anti arena game because it was arena football game, but it was right so anti what you expect from arena that made it fascinating. Sure. That's true.
0: Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take another break real quick. When we come back, we're going to talk about what this means for the future of the gunslingers and what we know about the future of the Woo. gunslingers. But there's a really important game coming up on June 5th now. Wow. That is really going to be an interesting game. Big time. Big, big game. So we're going to talk more about that in just a minute. Stick with us right here at Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back with you after this. Smoking Guns Podcast is excited to offer you an opportunity to be a part of our team. Yes. We have a great team. We have a full we, team. We do. Well, it's not, not full. full. Um, we've got a large team, but it can always. It, there's always room for more people. We could always use some more members of the posse. Absolutely. And the easiest way for you to do that and support the show... Uh, Let us know that we're doing a good job is to go to patreon.com slash smoking guns pod. That's smoking. No G guns with a Z P O D and sign up to be a patron at either the five, the 10 or the $20 level. Uh, we help, it helps us pay our bills. We've got hosting bills. We've got a lot of equipment that we, uh, have bought here that, uh, we'd like to get paid off at some point (laughs) soon. Uh, We've got a lot going on that we've put some money into that uh, that we need some help with. And you just help make the show go when you, uh, you know, five bucks is, is not much. Nope. It's a cup of coffee. Um, and we can keep doing the show and keep making things work for the rest of the season. We're getting down to the playoff push. And this is the time uh, that you're going to want this show so that you can keep track of everything that's going on with the gunslingers. So if you're able, head over to patreon.com. Go to uh, Smoking Guns Pod at Patreon.com and support us at either the 5 the 10 the $20 level. Thank you so much. We'd love to have you be part of our team. Mm-hmm. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip them, Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods. Sitting around talking about Gunslingers football, specifically talking about our game uh, just a week ago mm-hmm. what against the North Texas Bulls, Instant Classic, yeah. If I do say so myself, and I always say like and BS
2: like like bull slaughter, but it really wasn't a slaughter. You know what I mean? No, not no, at all. Not at all. No,
0: it was a it was a battle it right was down a battle. to the end. Yeah, uh, two teams that really wanted it, and uh, I think that sets up something very interesting uh, coming up in a little over a month.
3: No.
2: Well, when they hear it, it's going to be a month. month. In a month,
0: yeah. yeah. A month from the day this, this drops. Wednesday, yeah. yes. hmm. Um June 5th. June 5th, when the gunslingers head out to North Texas, to the Fort Worth Convention Center, take on the North Texas Bulls, uh, that's going to be Huge!
2: Oh my gosh! Really big! It's really going
0: to be. That's just going to be a a huge game.
1: Come on, Gunslingers Posse! Let's make that road trip. Yeah,
0: some fans drive on up there. Get your tickets. Uh, Go up there. Just blow them out. Like you're not going to have an opportunity very often with the Gunslingers to have games close enough to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Road games. There was one in Mississippi. There was supposed to be one in West Texas. Not. Uh, that didn't happen, but even then, you weren't driving eight hours out to <laughs> El Paso. <laughs> to go out to <laughs> Gunslingers game. Uh, so this is the one road game. This is the one road trip that's reasonable. And, hey, it's Fort Worth. Like, Fort Worth is great. Oh, yeah. Um, I grew up on the other side, so it's hard for me to say that. I grew up in the Dallas mm-hmm. area, and there is a, um, there is certainly uh, just a rivalry. Okay. You know, there's Fort Worth and there's Dallas, and you're supposed to think things about the other side of, uh, you know, the Metroplex. But Fort Worth is great. Like, it's a great area. Not the traffic, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, any Metro traffic (laughs) in all of Texas stinks, you Mm. know. Houston, Austin, San Antonio, and the Metroplex. They're all terrible. Yep. Uh, There is no good traffic anywhere. But, yeah, head out to uh, Fort Worth on the 5th. Game's going to be at 7.30. You get to go out and see their red field. Mm-hmm. They have a bright red field. Actually, it's kind of a faded red field. But The
1: inflatable The dasher. inflatable
0: dasher boards, which Ooh. I'm a fan of, and you are not. I am not.
2: And the kids will be out of school, hopefully, by then.
0: Yeah, they should be, yeah. Yep. That's my birthday week, too. Ooh. Um, so, we, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Party. I'm, I'm ready You're to. You're going
2: to be, what,
0: 41? 40 what? One. 41. 41. Yep, 41. I'm just steering into it at this point. Like I'm not ashamed of my age anymore. I'm just going to steer right into it.
2: I wish I could be 41 again.
0: Um, I'd rather be like 21 again. But Uh no, (laughs) no way. No late 20s, early 30s. I'd
1: go for that area, but not early 20s. Uh-uh. I'd
2: be happy with 41. That's so like- we
1: were
0: talking before the break about that play. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we talked a lot about that play. And then we talked about the kerfuffle after the play. Yes. Uh, and I, bla- I laid the blame squarely, not on Victor Mann or Cursive the Bulls. Kerfuffle. But uh, really on the officials. They exactly. didn't take control of the, the moment uh, like they should. Come on, guys. But the Bulls had an opportunity... There at the end of the game to did. to it was change. Almost close. Yeah, and I mean they
1: almost Really did. close. That's yes, right. Right.
2: I got a little nervous. Did you? I did.
1: Yeah. Well, after the long pass play, yeah, because they 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 made their way down the field on one big play, right. and they had and a then, lot to prove.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they were going to d- give it their hundred ten percent. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they were, I'm sure they felt robbed.
0: Now I know that uh Tavis Holland. Who plays? He's number four for the Bulls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time we had a game from that first game on, mm-hmm. in, no matter what our score was, he would come back and be like, "Not going to be enough. That's not enough to beat us. Whatever mm-hmm. our score was, like that's not enough to beat us. Twenty three was Tavis, enough. If you're if you're listening, was twenty three enough? Because I think twenty three was enough. It right? was enough. It was
1: officially it was
0: just <laughs> by one. Uh. I mean, if you're gonna dish it out, you got to be able it. to take it. Take it. So Mr. speaking of Tavis. dishing out, it is it is what it is. Remember what?
2: number one, the number one, the guy from the Bulls. Um, he had a horrible attitude, and I had mentioned it on the Facebook page how he was shooting us a, a certain finger. Oh yeah, did not like that at all. He, yeah. did,
0: he was you know,
1: saying you guys are number one.
2: Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, <laughs> he was <laughs> not.
0: You fans are number one. No, what I didn't like saying. that. Um, was that Solomon number one? Is he? Was he number? Uh, I can't remember his number. I'm not looking at my roster right now. Yeah, but he either. was.
2: But I know he was number one because mm. I was like, "Ooh, I need to talk to your mama."
1: <laughs>
0: and RC does talk to mamas. That's she right. does. <laughs> so with uh, talking about the Bulls players, uh huh, that you didn't really like their attitude. I, I did not. I'm going to swing another direction right now. Uh, I'm going to turn uh-oh. and start swinging on somebody else. Uh-oh. uh-oh. So, not,
2: not the fans. Break out
0: the ruler. <laughs> I mentioned earlier, and not all the fans. No. I'm not. This is not directed at all the fans. But I mentioned earlier that I'd had a conversation with Grayson Noletta. He is the play-by-play guy and mm-hmm. the broadcast guy for nice guy. the North Texas Bulls. Really nice guy. Wore a Hawaiian shirt. Like, you saw yeah. him on the other side of the field. Right. If, you, if you were there, you saw him uh, set up. He had an issue near the end of the game with some mm-hmm. drunken... San Antonio Gunslingers fans.
1: Not cool. Unfortunate.
0: Come on, guys. Who took their Gunslingers hat that they're super proud of. Mm -hmm. I'm holding mine up right now. I get that. And decided to take that and start waving it in in front of their camera. Mm -hmm. And then when they tried to move that person out of the way, there was nearly a physical altercation. Horrible. Let me tell you right now. Like, look, I get it. We're all Gunslingers fans. We love our team. We want to give the other guys a hard time because that's what you do. Right. But I am also... Uh, in that same boat as Grayson when we go to another arena. Right. We mm-hmm. don't. And I can tell you right now, um, that's bull crap. Yeah. Like, if that was you, if you're a listener of this show and you're mad at me because I'm fixing to really rip you a new one, and I am, uh, and you never listen to my show again, I'm okay with that. Because that is the most juvenile and ridiculous behavior. That guy's doing his job. He is just trying to do what he's supposed to do at the games and send that game back to their fans up in North Texas that are watching on their, their feet. And you decided to, uh, you know, poke fun at that and then tried to get in a physical altercation with a dude over him doing his job. That is bull crap. That, that is, that is, that is Bush league.
1: Yeah. We wouldn't Um, like that to happen to us. Of course not. You, you
0: make, you make, San Antonio look bad. You make the gunslingers organization look bad. You make all of us look bad when you act like that. And so if that was you and you don't like the way I'm calling you out, you message me and we'll meet one-on-one. We'll talk about it because that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That guy's doing his job. He is just there doing his job. And when I'm doing my job up in North Texas, when we go up there to do that game, if somebody treats me like that, you would, you would have my back. You as a Gunslinger fan would be like, that's ridiculous. Well, flip it around and realize who you were and maybe reach out and apologize.
1: Apologize.
0: That's the way that should go. If you're mad at me and you want to fight, I guess we'll have to meet and figure that out. Um, I'm not going to fight you, but we'll have to have a discussion, have a conversation. But what you should really do is realize that you acted like a juvenile prick and you should apologize in whatever way you feel like that would be necessary. And if you need to get that to me so that I can get it over to Grayson, I'll do that for you. But that's ridiculous. That guy's doing his job. He is just set up where he can because there's not a lot of space there. Mm -hmm. And he's doing what he can do. And you decide to make his job harder because he happens to work for the other team. That's crazy.
2: And when you say job – I'm sure he may not even get me paid a lot. You know, he may be doing it just because he loves the game. Cause he loves the bulls. Or, I know he's not you know. getting paid anything. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. And so, he I mean, he is he's, he's he doing is, it because he wants to, and then to get that abuse totally uncalled for.
0: He is doing this uh, because he hopes to do this for a career. And so this is an opportunity for him to get some, some time and some real build and, his resume, Yeah, yeah right. build his resume. And so my understanding is he's not getting paid at all. So this guy is giving his time to do a job that he wants to do and you just made his job harder just ridiculous and if that's you and you're mad at me i'm sorry that you No, i'm not forget that i'm not sorry you're mad at me. um that's ridiculous that's juvenile behavior and i'm gonna call it out every time i see it and i'm just gonna call this one out pow
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: Wow. He's bang, there. bang. <laughs> that for sure was a bang. I thought that was the thunder outside. He's scared, R.C.
1: That's that, that, that whack with the ruler on the hand, you know, like yeah. the nuns coming out. Whack.
2: That's I'm pow. telling you.
1: That's, it, that's Phil's pow to that guy. Right. Whoever yeah. that was. Come on, man.
0: And I'm I mean. Come on, man. And if right? we need to have a conversation, we can. That's fine. Um, I'm not going to, like I say, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not that guy. You're, you might be that guy. I'm not that guy. Um, but to to threaten a guy and to to cause a physical or nearly cause a physical altercation with a dude who's just doing his job, I mean, I don't really even care what yeah. the guy's job is at that point.
2: Right, exactly.
0: That's ridiculous. Like, anybody that goes to somebody else's job or sees somebody else doing their job and makes their job harder, I'm that's out. wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just wrong. It doesn't matter what the job is. It just happens that this is something that I get to do here in a few weeks on the flip side and... I don't want to be treated like that when I'm in some, like when we went to Mississippi, everybody there was they incredible. They were so nice to us. And, yeah. and that's, that speaks to their organization and that speaks to the city of Hattiesburg and the people there. Very
1: mm-hmm. un like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, now Grayson can't tell that same story about San Antonio. Yeah, exactly. That's he has a different story that he has to tell about San Antonio because of one idiot or a group of idiots. He told me it was one person, but mm. my bet is there was a couple of you guys. Um, come just on, not, man. not okay. Not no. okay. And, uh, he didn't want to co- cut Like I offered to have him come on and talk about it. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to do all of that. Um, he said, I'm beyond it. It's past. Well, he may be beyond it, but I'm not. Yeah. Um, because just ridiculous. So this sets up this big game that we we're just talking about on the fifth, uh, Leo, what are we going to see on the Like, well, let's get to the fifth first. Let's, let's let everybody know what we know. Right. Um, it supposed to be a game on the first where we went to West Texas, went out to El Paso. That didn't happen. Didn't happen.
2: Not.
0: El Paso is, uh, West Texas is not coming from El Paso here on the 10th. Nope. Unfortunately, they, they have COVID pretty much issues. called it
1: for the season. Is that it all our COVID or not has.
2: COVID? Or is there other stuff that we just don't know about? It's,
1: it's a bunch of stuff that has resulted from. Right. COVID. The COVID mm-hmm. setbacks in El Paso. So it's not directly attributed, but it's kind of a snowball effect that all started because mm-hmm. of how hard El Paso was hit and all the things they were right. dealing with.
0: If There's you're wondering a, what hot the hot rumbling you're hearing behind us is, just remember it's that we stomach. recorded this on... <laughs> No, because we just had some really good questions. No,
2: I know. I'm just kidding. But. Um,
0: we record this on Monday night. Now I want you to think back to that huge storm that rolled through on Monday night. Yeah, yeah that's what you're hearing. <laughs> um, because I just looked at the radar and it's a big one. Oh, no. Uh, that's going to roll that. right over the top in the- of San Antonio. So.
2: I know oh, after this, I'm going to head on home. Uh,
0: so we know that West Texas is not coming out here. As far as uh, will there be a game on the 10th? I can tell you that I believe that the gunslingers are efforting to try to find a replacement team, but that is getting more and more difficult. Yes. And every day that passes, it's even more difficult because you're getting closer right. and closer. Um, the teams that they kind of thought would, that would work out with um, all had scheduling conflicts that would not allow. Mm. And so now they're expanding that search area, but the further away you get from San Antonio, the harder harder it is to convince a team to come play you on, Uh, Two weeks' notice, or about two weeks' notice. Um, So, they're doing what they can. Keep your ear to the ground as far as social media is concerned. um, And maybe they will find something. Uh, The next game we know for sure is coming, though, will be Mississippi. Coming into the Rose Palace. And I'm blanking on the date. I think it's the 24th, right? Yes, it's the 24th. The Rich- Monday the 24th. That'll be the final home game of the season. Uh-huh. Return of Boss Hogg. Uh, Boss Hogg is coming Woo! back in. He's playing uh, for the Mississippi Raiders. Uh, so he'll come back down. We'll get a chance to see him and uh, see how he's doing.
2: That's the last home game, right? For the season? That's the last home game for wow, the season. so if you haven't been out to one, you definitely have to go to this Let's one. Let's do
0: it up right. Let's yes, get everybody sure. there. Have a great time. You know, last home games in uh, high school football is always senior night. It's always a big deal. You make a lot. It's your chance to say thank you Mm -hmm. to the football team for the season that they've had. This is your opportunity in San Antonio to say thank you uh, for the season that the San Antonio Gunslingers have had. So, you need to do that. For sure. As far as we know, that'll be the last home game. Okay. Yes. Um, We've been told that the playoffs uh, won't be here.
2: I was going to ask you, so what does that mean for the playoffs for us because we're missing that game or we, missing the El Paso League's
0: We games. don't know. Okay. Yeah, we honestly don't know. We know we're, we're going to finish with a seven-game schedule, it looks like, unless they can, they can uh, schedule one more game. Okay. But we're going to finish with a seven-game schedule. It will either be, uh, let's see, what are we, four and one now. So we right. could be anywhere from four and three to, to six and one. Uh, and the other teams in our division seem to have a similar sized schedule as far as games, uh-huh. which means one of those teams, one of these three teams, cause now there's only three teams in the division <laughs> at this point. Right. If West Texas is taken out of there, uh, one of these teams will be the division winner. It looks like that'll either be North Texas or us. It doesn't look like Austin, uh, is, is going to compete for that.
1: Yeah, they're a couple games back.
0: Yeah. Um, And with only a couple of games to play at this point. Exactly. So, that game on the 5th in North Texas, in Fort Worth, in the Fort Worth Convention Center, may be for the division. Very likely, yes. Yeah. I mean, it it may truly be for the division. Unless North Texas messes around and loses one of these, uh, I think they've got two games between now and then. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they mess around and lose one of those games, maybe there's a difference, but... Um, so, I, I don't expect that they're a really good football team. And yeah, so I'm a little confused. So either.
2: are they, they canceling the team? Or are they forfeiting? It's so like, do we still get the W for that game, or no, or just canceled? Or
0: that's is a that great <laughs> question. Oh, uh, okay. uh, that's that's a fair question. I think that is a question that has been asked. I know that's a question I've asked ownership for the Gunslingers. Mm-hmm. I have been told that's a question that the Gunslingers ownership has asked the league, and has never received a.
2: Definitive answer? There
0: you go. Perfect way to say that. A okay. definitive answer on. Uh, I think the league is waiting to see how everything shakes out. Okay. Um, and hopefully they won't have to make any definitive decisions if there's not anything definitive to decide. In other words, uh, if... They don't know. At this point, <laughs> like I said, like I laid out, it looks like San Antonio versus North Texas on the last week of the season, well, that's the last week of the regular season, will be for the division. Mm-hmm. Uh Wow. Because we've won one and they've won one. Yep. I think that kind of saved their bacon mm-hmm. a, at the league office because if North Texas had won, right. but then San Antonio comes back and wins, and then there's a disparity in schedule. Well, you know, what, right. how, you, you know, how does that. all of that work? So I think this, this win uh, last week kind of saved the, the league from having to make a definitive decision and say, this is how, cause North Texas has counted two wins against West Texas. Right.
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: They've got a forfeit win according mm-hmm. to the schedule. And then they've got the 66 to nothing game that stopped in the third quarter. Right. We have not been able to play West Texas at all. I no. know. We did uh, not get that opportunity. And, and so those won't go on our schedule, as far as I know. Although, you know, if they're going to allow the 66 to nothing, and I think, Leo, you and I have had this conversation online, right. offline, the 66 to nothing win should count.
2: Oh, that for sure. Because yeah. they
0: played most of most the game. Because the they of played it. the game and Minus they beat five them. Minutes or something. However, right? if we're not able to schedule and play a game, I really feel like the forfeit win should not count hmm. because it's it that they they didn't play it, and, and I, we and didn't. I, play. And there and was, was Dallas no game. Actually right. Went
2: over there to El Paso. And they then, did. Right. And
0: that's where things start getting really dicey. So yeah. they actually drove over there. They should get the for- shouldn't they get the forfeit win because they drove over there. I don't know. You know, so you're telling me we don't get a win just because we didn't spend money uh, to go the money there. to go over there and <laughs> and, 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 and see that their um, field wasn't good. Field is not playable. Right. I, you know, that doesn't seem fair to me. Now, I'll tell you this whole situation. I'm glad I'm not in the mm-hmm. league office because it's a tough call. Yes. Very, very um, tricky. But I really do think like this game and the result of this game kind of saved them from having to make a definitive decision right away. Uh, When we get to the fifth and that game is played, here's what I would love to see happen. I don't know if this can, but I would love to see this happen. Um, I would love to see either team Mm -hmm. win the division. Okay. North Texas or San Antonio, one of those two teams will win the division. I would love to see the schedules work out in such a way that the other team receives the... Uh, wild card in Ooh. the AAL because uh-huh. there are three divisions, three division winners, and then the wild card. If that happens, why not have San Antonio and North Texas play again? There you go on a fourth <laughs> game, a play-in game, a a, a wild card game card, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, against you know, with those two teams. In the, whoever won the division in their home field. So maybe there would be another home game here in San Antonio. You'd that would be know. pretty good. Yeah. Cool. That would be cool. Um, for all the marbles. So I would love to see that particular kind of thing work out where uh San Antonio and North Texas get to play each other one more time in the playoffs. I think like, that would be great. I think that would be, that would just solidify this. It's going to be in this rivalry. Yes, yes, for sure. Um Although. Do you want to do that? Or would you rather see them both go play somebody else uh, in the playoffs? Because there's four teams in the playoffs. Each team mm-hmm. go play somebody else and have an opportunity to meet in the championship.
1: Somebody else. I mean, even if you're rivals, you, you, want, you want your division representatives to go far to the playoffs or even to the championship. If, if you get to the championship against each other, well, then fine. And that's even more testament to the strength of your division. Right. But if you're knocking each other out at the very beginning, then, you know, that kind of stinks.
0: And the other team to really keep an eye on in the AAL, I think everybody's in agreement, is the Charlotte Thunder Charlotte. at this point. Charlotte uh, Charlotte. Yeah. looks really, really good. I haven't seen another team that really impresses me. Um, and I haven't been able to watch a bunch of Charlotte play, but I've seen the scores they're putting up. And both on the offensive and defensive side, they're they're putting up very nice-looking scores. Um, they, by all accounts, they are the team. uh, They, they are one of the best teams in the league. In the league, yep. Definitely
2: keep an eye on them.
0: But it's all going to come down to that, that game on the sixth, uh, fifth. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, that's going to be a big deal. And then the playoffs start the very next week on the 12th. So that's going to be, uh, how things will shake out. And we are taking guesses at this point as to how all of that will be. I, I know early in the season, the ownership was told that most likely they would need to be prepared to go over to the East Coast, where most teams are, um, travel-wise. I want to go to Chicago. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Mm. I've seen the yep. Chicago team play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, but it seems like having one game here, mm-hmm. instead of having both teams travel... It would be smarter to have one game here in Texas true, and then just have to have one team travel. Um, So maybe just for that reason alone, you may see that work out that way. Remember, we're dealing with COVID. uh, Well, there's always that. But we're also dealing with um, guys that are working on shoestring budgets on all of the teams. Every team is kind of working that way. What do you got, Leo? You're, you're checking something out. What are you checking out there?
1: I'm um, checking out the details on, because we're talking about things that are coming up. Right? Yeah. I just need
0: to make sure that we mention the tryout. Oh, yeah. Ooh, hey.
2: Oh, that's right.
0: Uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. You still have time. Cinco the mile. You have time to reach out to the team and get set up for a tryout. Because they still need, what, offensive linemen?
1: They're oh. looking
0: for another quarterback. Yep. And a running back. And a running back. Uh, which is interesting. I, you could always use help at the offensive line. Like that's, you'll never, you never feel like you have enough of that. Uh, quarterback David has been, um, serviceable. He's been doing well. Is that fair? Yeah. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with David. I don't think they're looking for anybody necessarily to come in and take over for David or anything. I don't think they're unhappy with that, but. Uh, injuries happen. Things happen. Yeah. I mean, and right now, if David goes down, yeah, they're, they want to have somebody set up and ready to go behind them. Um, right now they do. Um, but those players play other positions as well. Like Armand and and Nico, Mm -hmm. I think are the two guys Mm -hmm. that they've told me would be the backup sort of quarterbacks, but those guys are playing other positions as well. And doing it well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you, what's the other one? You, oh, running back. Yes, running which back. Which is the one I find really interesting because I, I feel like they've got too many running backs as it stands.
1: Yeah, well, they, they have running backs that they play at wide receiver. Right. But, yeah, I'm not sure if they're looking for something different. I mean, they we know they have the power mm-hmm. back with Callaway. Um, although Isaiah White showed us some right. pretty good things yeah. in his last game. Oh, Isaiah he had some White nice looked runs.
0: great, yeah. So, so. Uh, interesting that those are the. Three positions. It's funny. Somebody on some of the social media somewhere, when they posted the graphic for the tryout, said something about it being a cash grab or something. They, they intimated that the team was just trying to make money. You and think it was so? like, that's not how that works. So it's
2: no. only what, $25 or something? It's $25, and they're only <laughs> trying
0: out for those three, three positions. positions. They right. charge more for hats. If I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm going to do a cash grab as a team <laughs> and use a tryout as a way to make money, yeah, not. it's $60 and whatever position you want to try out for, come try out. Yeah. Right. Like I'm trying to gather as many people as I can mm-hmm. to get and put as much money in my pocket, even though I'm only looking for the I don't have to tell anybody else. I'm only looking for right. those three right. mm-hmm. Um And so just the nature of how it's set up tells me that this is a real honest tryout. It's mm-hmm. not a right. cash grab. I have seen teams that have used their tryouts yeah, happens, as a way to case here, to think. bolster some income, but that does not look like, to me, well, that's what's happening. You have to have some sort of buy-in. Like, I, I can already hear somebody going, well, if you need people to try out, why are you charging them? Because this it's like going to cost you something. Yeah. It, so. it,
2: it, you have to make sure that you're invested. If you can't even pay the $25, then are you really invested?
0: Right. We talked about this all the way back yes. in July, yeah. I think, sure at the did. beginning of the season. If you're not willing to bet on yourself, yeah, twenty five bucks. Why should don't come have... try out? Yeah, why should yeah we? why Why should I spend my time watching you if you're, you're not right. willing to spend, bet twenty five bucks on
1: you? Spend yourself. more than that at the bar, you know,
0: right? Yeah. On yeah. a on a gunslinger, on set. On <laughs> a gunslinger <laughs> set, yeah, on a gunslinger set, on a gunslinger set. Yeah, so
1: that's tonight at. It says seven p.m., yeah. but I have heard from ownership. I've heard, you know, I've had messages saying 6.30. Yeah, I, I would, would be say there early. I get there early. early.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you can get all that information on Facebook, on their mm-hmm. web, also, uh, or on their Facebook page. Instagram. Uh, also on their Instagram. And that will give you location and how to make contact with them to make sure they know you're coming. And, yeah, if you're if you're running late and you're not going to get there till 7.10, save your gas. Yeah. Because uh, I know these guys, and that is almost a guaranteed way to – not uh, get on a team. Yeah, to yes. not make it through this tryout is to show up 10 minutes late.
1: And it is cash only. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to have, you know, some device there to take no credit swipe? cards. Yeah, don't, bring, this is a don't bring your
0: debit card yeah. so that you can swipe on their square. No they don't checks. Have that. Yeah, don't bring <laughs> a check. A money order? Will you take a money order? Um, can I bring Bitcoin? <laughs> can I PayPal you? Just Venmo. bring 25 bucks cash. Venmo? Vin, yeah, Finmo. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Cash app.
1: That is yep. Bitcoin. Yeah,
0: Dogecoin. With is Dogecoin, is that the new one? I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. So that's that's going on tonight uh, when this when this episode drops. Um, so if you're listening to this on the fifth, you have some time mm-hmm. uh, to get out there and try out and be part of what we hope is going to be a playoff team.
2: That's right.
0: Uh, they got two games left, and they're in the driver's seat right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, um, looking good. They are in
0: the lead. They are leading the division as things stand right now.
3: 4-1.
0: I know there has been some conversation. I'm not going to mention his name. Um, maybe I will at some point if we can connect with him a little more. But there's a guy that does some inside the arena stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was mentioning that the AAL original, or, or has had issues in the past with playoffs positions. He kind of worried me. And then I listened really carefully to what he said. Did, did you hear this? You, I know you heard the video. I know you watched we the video, did, Leo. Yes. Uh-huh. But did you listen really carefully to what he said? Because he said that some team got, uh, last year got, or a few years ago, got a playoff position taken away from them. Mm-hmm. But then as he or, described it, the team was unable to travel.
1: Right, due to right, cost. They,
0: they couldn't travel the, they to the could, game. Yeah, they could not yeah. make the travel. Another the next team down in the division could so so the league said, Well, a playoff game is better than no no. playoff Mm -hmm. game, so we're going to award the position the playoff position to the team that can actually make the travel. That's kind of logical to me. That's not to me, that's not a team like (laughs) forfeit. That's not it getting taken away from you. That is you relinquishing your playoff spot Mm -hmm. to the next team down. Because you're unable to to pay. Yeah, Um, you're unable to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if he listens. If he does, uh, he'll have no problem reaching out to me because he's um, vocal. Yeah, he's vocal. Uh, And so he'll reach out to me and tell me how I'm wrong on that. But the way he described that, I thought. That's what it sounded like. Was just a team that relinquished their playoffs. Now, you can have a whole conversation about can you do that Um, in the – higher leagues of professional football that would be, or professional sports, that would be frowned upon.
1: Right. You're right. But
0: we're not there. Like, we're in a different no. different level of sport right now. And and ultimately, the league, if that's their thought process, is a playoff game is better than no playoff game mm-hmm. and just awarding a bye week onto the championship game because there's only one week of playoffs before you go to the championship game. So that would be allowing a team to walk from, regular season into the championship game if you uh, did not do what the league ultimately did
2: um, he came across like he just wanted to steer the pot maybe you know
0: maybe uh, he's been around uh, he has been watching this for a while maybe you know certainly longer than i have as far as the aal uh, so he may have more insight than i do i just felt like that particular description was not he, he was not defining that correctly. They didn't get a playoff spot ripped away from them, yeah. As much as they relinquished a playoff spot because they couldn't afford the travel.
2: D- have you ever seen him on the uh, podcast? Has he ever responded or commented on anything?
0: No, he cont- he comments pretty regularly on coach's the corner. fan page, the uh, coach's the corner, fan page of coach's corner, yeah. and during the game uh, games broadcast. on the broadcast. Yeah, uh, and he watches the broadcast pretty regularly, so
2: he's aware of us.
0: Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so uh, like I say he'll he'll know who I'm talking about and
2: we all know. He'll
0: reach out to me um or, or won't. Uh, we'll see. But as far as that is concerned, I know he put that out there where fans could watch it and my first watch through I begin to get concerned because we don't know a ton about the American Arena League and That's we've never true. seen what the playoff mm-hmm. picture looks like and so when he said something like that I started getting concerned and then I played it again and listened really carefully uh, and I'm eh. like Wait a second, that that sounds like they had more control over that than he made it sound like originally. So, um, so we're going to have some time off before this next game, it looks like. Sure um, seems that way. It yeah. certainly seems like the only thing that we know for sure on the schedule is the 24th mm-hmm. against the Mississippi Raiders. Um, what that really means for you guys as Gunslingers fans is... Uh, you can't forget that it's here. Stay focused. Right. Don't right.
2: lose the yellow towel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great way to say that. Don't <laughs> lose the yellow. Like, put the yeah. yellow towel up somewhere where you see it on a regular basis over exactly. the next few weeks. And remember yeah. that you've got a game uh, coming up on the 24th. If no, if nothing else pops up between now and then. The you gunslingers
1: get, are going to stay focused. Yeah. And if you want to see that, just go out to practice. That's
0: They're true. Open practices. So. Right. Uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Thursdays. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, they've always welcomed folks out there before. Yep. The and tryouts they're, open. They're going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, Dudley's going to try to go out there and watch. Yeah. Or was, uh, before it got moved. It got moved for weather reasons. True. Right. That was the best uh, that Last night. week. Last week. But, uh, yeah. And, and remember this may be your last chance, um, for a while to see a gunslinger game. So. If you've been thinking about it or you came to one game earlier this season, and you're like, I got to make it out there again. That Mm -hmm. was a great time because it is. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere is spectacular. And if you thought, man, I want to make it out there for one more, well, this is your chance. Better do it. Um, Unless something weird happens and we wind up with a playoff game in San Antonio, which you can't guarantee, you can't even plan on, uh, this is going to be your last opportunity to see the Gunslingers play in Rose Palace. Um, If you haven't been out to a game at all, this is the last chance you have to do that. That's right. And be at the inaugural season. Be at one of the inaugural season games of the Gunslingers. Um, so what you can do right now, I mean, it's, it seems like it's a ways off. It's mm-hmm. May 24th, which is what, 20, 19 days from now, it's, Yeah, as this comes out this on thir- Wednesday.
2: 5th, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: uh, 19 days away, but you can buy your tickets now. That's you can right. go to gunslingers.com, San Antonio Gunslingers.com. Yeah?
1: San Antonio Gunslingers.com.
0: And you can order your tickets now so that mm-hmm. they know you're coming.
1: That's right.
0: Uh, and we can get all things set up. We can mm-hmm. tailgate again. That's
2: right. One yeah. more time. So much fun.
0: Yeah. It's been smaller, but I don't mind that.
2: I don't like, mind that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I enjoy going out there. We only get a few minutes to go out there and hang out with folks because we're setting up things for the broadcast. But uh, we've had a good time doing that and spending time with fans in the gunsling in the uh, tailgating area, even though it's smaller. Yeah,
2: um, I get to meet everybody, take pictures. There's a big group from Chicago and, you know, I'm from Chicago. Say, OK, right. they say they're from Chicago, but they're really like East Indiana, like, mm, you know, but they claim they're from Chicago. Only oh only if you're in Chicago, you would know about that. But anyway, so there's like, I don't know, seven or eight guys. They all had cup shirts on. Yeah, right. that's what grabbed my attention. Um, so I had so much fun tailgating. I mean, just meeting the people and, and passing out the yellow towels and hearing their stories. And, you know, everyone said they came out once and they had to come again.
0: Yeah, it's a great experience. Like, if you haven't made it out there, you know, you don't know. If you, you know. have made it out there, you know, it's a, it's a great atmosphere. It's um,
2: and a couple of things. They're allowing you to go to the restroom.
0: Yeah. That was a yeah. big thing. Get for, in the restroom. Yeah.
2: And uh, parking is $10, first come, first serve. Remember oh, yeah. it was 20
0: Yeah, we need, to, uh, we need to tip our hat to the Gunslingers organization. We've done they this do before mm-hmm. when they've made some changes, and we've said, hey, good on you for listening and making some changes. Gold star. We've done that. Every time they've done that, we need to do that again. So they made that decision to have the preferred parking area right. at $20 mm-hmm. and the rest of the parking at 10 They didn't raise parking. They just... Had a preferred area for twenty bucks. You, the fan, said, "No we, way, we don't really like that." No. And to their credit, mm-hmm. the Gunslinger yep. said, "Okay, that's right. Everything's back at at ten dollars. We'll just do all the parking at ten dollars, but with the caveat of please pay attention to the uh, the handicap areas yes. and oh, leave true. them open and available."
2: Yeah. Then Andy Anderson's been coming.
0: Yeah, the love the, him. The Desperado, mm-hmm. is that what you called him, Leo? The
1: Desperado. I didn't call him. I copied that from. Uh,
0: oh, from Ga- uh, Gar- Grayson. Grayson, Grayson, Grayson yeah. did that on their very first uh, broadcast there at the uh, d- at the palace. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Andy's been out there. We've seen robots. Robots. We've seen cowboys. Cheerleaders are really good. The cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. That's right. Um, all kinds of stuff. I wonder what we're gonna see on the twenty fourth. Like, I wonder what the 24th is going to look like.
1: They tend to surprise us on things. We're, we're so. going to
0: see, we're going to see a hog or we're going to see uh, boss hog. Yeah? Boss hog. Yeah. he's going. well, I assume like that's a long time from now. Right. You never know. <laughs> I assume you never we're going to see boss you hog out there. Um, and remember Mississippi is the team that this all started with. Like this whole win streak mm-hmm. started there. It's true. In Mississippi. Uh, That was the the first win, and they're not a pushover team. No. Uh, So that could be a good game. And all of this talk about the fifth and what a great game that's going to be.
1: Don't look past these guys. You can't
0: look past the Mississippi Raiders. They come down here and beat you, and all of a sudden it's not the same game anymore because North Texas still has the inside track.
1: Um,
0: Because they only have one loss, and you've got two because you looked past them. Right. So we don't want to do that. So that's what's coming up. That's Gunslinger's world in the future.
2: And we're going to try to have some mom-to-moms and have some special okay. guests like for the next couple of weeks to fill in some time.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, because we got some time to go. And keep your ear to the ground. The Gunslingers, even if we don't have a game, I think they're working on some special events. Maybe some yeah. kind of event, yes. And some things to gather fans together to keep everybody engaged because they don't want you to forget where they're there. Um, it's, it's kind yeah. of a weird thing to have a three-week layoff
1: Right. In the event that they can't have a game for that long it, through no fault of their own. Right.
0: This right. is, you know, this is not their fault. This, right. You might could lay the blame at West Texas Buccaneers. I don't really feel like that's even fair. They got right. handled. They got Delta bad deck. They got Delta bad hand. Got and, delta a bad name. <laughs> well, it <laughs> is what it is. Um, <laughs> they're, they're the Buccaneers. They're out there yeah. in the oceans yeah. of El Paso. The oceans
2: of El Paso. Uh,
0: you know, they're the Buccaneers, but they really did get dealt a bad hand. They so you could blame they them did. if you wanted to. I don't. We'll blame I don't really COVID. think Let's that's fair. Um, but yeah, this is not the gunslinger's fault, which is something I've told Hector a couple of times as he's been talking about what this does to our record and what the league has said about that. And I'm like, if they if they penalize you for something that's not your fault.
1: Totally out of your control. Then, uh, yeah,
0: that That's not cool. So, like so That's not, cool. not something that's okay. And uh, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the way things go. But we're all learning. Mm-hmm. We're all learning what the American Arena League is like. Um, I have some opinions, but I'm going to keep them to myself. Because I don't have all the opinions. I, I don't have all the information.
1: That's true.
0: I don't get all the information that ownership gets.
1: We get so. tidbits. That's all we get, tidbits.
0: We're privy to... Very little. The most important almost, thing. Almost
2: none. Like we're almost locked right. out of information.
0: I wouldn't put it. Th- no. I wouldn't go yeah. that far. Um,
2: it was sort of a pun. Is From it? From today, locked out.
0: Oh. See, nobody knows that. Nobody, I nobody know, understands but okay, the Okay, that's joke. an inside joke. <laughs> that's an inside joke. I love inside jokes. Between so the three of us. Love to be a part of one one day. Um, <laughs> that's also an inside joke. You, that's an office reference there. So that's what the things look like. So what do you need to do as a Gunslinger fan? You need to buy your tickets for the 24th because we know there's going to be a game there. You need to be ready. You need to clear that day on your schedule. Yep. So that you're ready to come out and Mm -hmm. cheer on the Gunslingers one more time. And then you need to go to the North Texas Bulls site Mm -hmm. and buy your tickets for that game too. And just surprise. Look, look, I've seen the game. that They've had one game in Fort Worth so far. I saw the number of people they had there. I'm telling you right now.
1: We will outnumber them. We could outnumber them in their own (laughs) stadium. How cool would would that be?
0: Like it's a home game for them, and there's more fans cheering for the gunslingers than for their bulls. How great would that be?
2: I have a great idea. You know, I have great ideas, right?
0: Right at the end of the show, usually.
2: So how about if everyone brings a cutout? You know how they were doing at the baseball games, and they had cutouts at the games? Everyone brings a cutout, so it looks like we have more fans.
0: Well, that is way more involved than a <laughs> yellow towel to oh, weigh Oh, come on. You can do it. I mean, you've got time to make a time. life-size cutout of yourself. I didn't say
2: life-size. You can just bring, like, the head-size, shoulders.
0: But it still has to be something their size, right? Yeah, you can. Okay.
2: Or it could be a kid size.
0: So go get your tickets. Go get go your get tickets your ticket. for the Raiders. Go get your tickets for the game up in North Texas, up in uh, Fort Worth. Um, consider it a birthday present to me
2: oh okay happy birthday Uh,
0: that's what you're doing for my birthday you're gonna come enjoy the game with me yeah but don't talk to me while i'm there oh my gosh (laughs) i'm busy no i'm just kidding um you can talk to me yeah come come hang out with me for my birthday there in fort worth and we'll watch uh north texas and san antonio round three it's gonna Round be incredible
1: of this heavyweight fight. It's gonna
0: be a big deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, both games are closer. Like this last game was only one point. The other game one was a lot closer point. than it looked too. Yes. Uh, these are two teams that are pretty well, pretty evenly matched, and so we're gonna see what happens. Well, it's been a weird episode. We've had um, hailstorm. We've had hailstorms. Like
1: dog passing
0: gas. <laughs> We did deal. We, we did not mention it <laughs> through the show, but we have had some dog farts that, uh, wow. Pretty rank. Uh, pretty, pretty, yeah. You couldn't, you might have been able to smell them <laughs> as Maybe. you were listening to the show. Um, you might have picked that up. No, we've had a weird show. We had a, I had a business meeting in the middle of the show that we had to shut everything down for while I finished a meeting. Uh, lots of weird stuff going on. But as, as it happens, all these things, all these, these things come to an end. Uh, So we got to wrap this one up. So there's nothing left to say, but Smoking Guns Podcast is brought to you by
1: Texas Sports LMT specializes in sports massage, massage, sports stretch, Swedish and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated best of San Antonio three years in a row. That's pretty impressive. Um, She works alongside the San Antonio commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times back in the day. Uh, She's also worked and provided Sports Stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NFL Combine. Sports Stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or stature. It's safe for just about anyone who's looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field, in the gym, and in everyday activities. Give Laura, the Texas Sports LMT, a call to set up an appointment today. You can reach her at 210-459-0176. Again, that's 210 459 0176.
0: It's not how you train, it's how you recover. Smoking Guns Podcast is also brought to you by our amazing, amazing Patreons. Super duper amazing. Our patrons are Iris and Mo Ferrante. Yes. Uh, Herman Robles Jr. Herman. Alba Nava. Hey, Alba. Uh, Greg and Kim Nelson. Love you guys. Humphrey Hernandez. Humphrey. Uh, Adriana Garcia and, uh, our buddy Warren Hubert,
1: the, Thanks, guy, the guy that's guys. responsible for all yeah. of this. Like he,
0: he's the one that pulled all of the, started this whole ball rolling. He didn't brought he? us together. Uh, so we're really thankful. You can be on that list too. If you go to patreon.com slash smoking guns pod, uh, we will thank you at the end of every episode because we really do appreciate it. It's, we do, it's not, uh, Uh, It's not something we're just joking about. We really appreciate all of those folks. Um, And they've been part of our team, and uh, we really think of them that way. Like, they're part of what we do. Yes. And they make this thing go. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, So when it comes to football in San Antonio, we've got a message. We've got a message for all of the AAL. We, I mean, we've got a message for the North Texas Bulls. I think they've heard it the now. The enemy. Yes. Uh, we've got a message for the Austin Wild. They've heard it twice. Yep. Uh, we got a message for the Mississippi Raiders out there in, uh, in Hattiesburg. Come they're, and get some. They're coming down, and they're going to give it a try. But we've also got a message for uh, the Tampa Tornadoes. Yep. And the Charlotte Thunder. Uh-huh. And... The Georgia Lina Lions. Is that a thing? Um, There's all kinds of teams out there that we haven't even seen yet. Uh, The St. Louis Bandits. Yeah. Out there in the the Missouri area. Banditos. We got a message for all of those folks. Uh, When it comes to football here in the arena, uh, American Arena League, the 210, you got something to say. Bang bang.